we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here once again with my co-host, Matthew McFarland, to talk all things Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, Edward, how you doing? I'm doing good. I loved this episode because, you know, I love astrology and, like, <laughs> the signs. Yes, and you do. so when this astrologer came in, I was like, this is what I need. He's going to read them, and he... Gave some like hard truths about the ladies that like nothing we didn't already know exactly, but like, but, like brought did, things to he light. He nailed them. He did, yes. he got he uh, he was spot on. Um, yeah, I liked this episode a lot. It it confused again the confusion with these ladies, like all of our ladies right now. Yeah, both you know in New York and Beverly Hills. I'm you know I'm not upset by the confusion, but I'm altogether confused about the choices that they're making. Yeah, uh, the fights that they're picking. Um, Whose sides they're on. The rage. I don't know where all, there's a lot of rage. Yeah. And I don't know where it's coming from. Like we're slowly peeling back the onions of I, rage that are in the housewives right now. But I um, mean, we'll get to it, but we need to talk about Kyle. I love him. Yeah. She's one of my favorites and we'll get to her, but something's, I need to, I need to have a power with her. I need to figure out what's going on with her. Cause she's lashing out much in much like in a Dorinda fashion. She's freaking yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. That's, I was going to draw this. And I love her. Too. I love her. And this is why I'm bringing it up though. Cause we need to have a family therapy session. About it's it. something is going on with Kyle. Yeah. Um, I always worry it's something with Mauricio and he's been kind of like out of it. He's been literally high or like just disengaged yes, every time he's been on camera. This is the only season where I've kind of been like, there's something going on there. Like I'm not even talking about like adultery. I'm just talking about no. maybe just like a rift between the two of them. They're just not in the best place. It seems no, like. No, I, I, if I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe Mauricio's, the business is like doing really well, but it's sort of like he sort of his growth maybe he's kind mm-hmm. of stopped. Because the company is spreading, but like yeah. he can't do much about it. That it's just, it's going to do that on its own. Yeah. Whereas Kyle kinda... is like picking up gigs. Like she's... yeah, she's back in Halloween. She's doing you know you know she's doing fashion, her the brand herb. of fashion, New York fashion. Week, call it you know? that, but she's doing it. Um, I think that might be what's going on. They're just not seeing. They're not having enough connection time. Yeah. They're but just. Yeah, I she's, mean, she's been busy. She's, she's been gone. Really hanging on by a thread. I I think it's. I think it's the same thing that they always say where Kyle tries to be the perfect every woman. She wants to be the perfect, you know, actress. She wants to be the perfect mother. She wants to be the perfect wife. She wants to be perfect, perfect, perfect. And it's hard to keep up this perfection image when literally you're being spread thin with gigs. You're barely be able to see your husband because you're in New York. You're taping in Atlanta. You're here, there. Your fuse is really short and yeah. you are like your kids and fights left and right and yeah your yeah. kids are now out of the nest and she's all about being a mom and being it's she's going crazy and the, what's her face came back from college oh Porsche's right. still growing up so she, i feel like she's got a lot to handle and she's just combobulated have... i think is the yes, best word exactly <laughs> it's just gotten out of control for her so um i'm mean, still dealing at the top of the episode we're still dealing with the fallout of the dinner at the dna party the dna for party for Rena's the, the kids um but it looks like it's that kind of Kyle and Erica in one and Sutton in one corner. And then you've got Dorit, Rena, Garcelle, Denise, in, and Denise, I guess, in the other corner. 
I would say by the end of this episode, and I guess we'll get to this, but Dorit's sort of like nowhere. I feel like she's sort of like, oh, whatever, Kyle, like, fine, we're we're going to move on past this. So I feel like she's sort of Switzerland. I think, but I feel like not- she's going to drift maybe back and forth throughout the season. I feel like she's trying to see where Who's the chips gonna are going to fall. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think Dorit's a little bit more conniving than you're giving her credit for. I think D- Dorit is seeing that maybe hitching her wagon to Kyle star isn't the best choice anymore. And she did that for a few years. It got her through with Lisa Vanderpump through everything. And she's like, okay, maybe someone else in this group. I think she sees Erica holding firm with Kyle. And Mm -hmm. that's why she's like, I'm not going to jump ship just yet. But I'm like kind of hinting that my resignation from the Kyle fan club is coming is imminent. Um, But yeah, what are they just Erica just, decide that I want to do this. I think, yeah, Erica wants to have the ladies over. I mean, they, they have to give Tom Girardi some screen time so we know he's still alive. Oh my God. It. Well, again, love them, love their relationship. Yes. I mean, I loved when they were all sitting around and Garcelle and whatever was talking to Tom and, and they were just all fascinated. And she's like, you're just an amazing storyteller. And Erica's like, see, do you get it? And yeah. they're like, how could you? And she's like, you meet the man, you understand. <laughs> she calls him T, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know me and T. I'm like, I'm oh, like, for oh. fuck's sake, he's not a rapper. I love it. I love it. Um, um, I also didn't, like, lose my shit. Like, I, you know, I, everyone was so shocked and couldn't believe it when, like, Erica, Lisa, and Garcelle basically wearing the same thing. I was like, no, I'm sure you... Even Kyle was like, no, I almost bought that thing, too. Like, let me tell you... These you women all shop in the same yes. like price range. It's so Neiman's, Nordstrom, you know. I mean, well, pre-Corona. Now it's like, like where the, do they shop? All online, all on Amazon. However, you know, yeah, these they have the, the these same the stylists. They had the same, you know, designers. People they pull for the same like shit. Like, it was, let's be it real. was, it was very definitely amusing. I, I like, loved it. Wow, but they were like, I can't believe it. It's like really. I can. I can believe it all. I'm sure you all talked about it. I'm sure it all. I'm sure there was a text message and it was like, oh, like I might be wearing this. Like, oh, I bought that one time. I don't know. Did you have, I remember the girls in my grade had this, but when like prom came around and like homecoming, like there was Facebook groups and girls would post their dresses so that people wouldn't have the same dress. Or I don't know if, I think that started, yes. Because like, again, Facebook sort of started when I was in high school. So it was like... Mostly for college students at first. Yes. Um, I snuck mine when I was 14. But yeah, everyone made sure, everyone would actually probably go shopping together. Again, oh, I, really? I, I, went, I, I just, whenever my date would tell me what they got, I would just get a tux and match her dress. Well, yeah, you have to I just did, but no, but I know my sister's girlfriends, they would go as a group and kind of like make sure they didn't. Um, or they, uh, the second they got it, they would let them know this is what I got. And it was sort of our first come first serve deal. Yeah. It was, well, the ladies of Beverly Hills, I mean, they don't care. Speaking obviously. of which, I mean, a quick tangent, but yeah, I've been, you know, in Corona cleaning up and going through my stuff and I'm looking at like, I want to know where and when the, the prom standard of, st- of fashion came from, like, where did it originate? Like the. The really tacky, sparkly yeah, dresses, like the Sherry colors. Hill, like little yeah, like like rhinestone out. I, mean, I remember actually. I mean, looking at as I got older, by senior year, everyone was kind of dressing more like just you know more classic, formal, and just was like not doing crazy things with colors. And yeah, stuff. But my sisters in particular, like full face of makeup and like the really like intense like hairspray hair yes like all done up with like all done up with like the ringlets yes like exactly i want to know very very made that 90s early i'm encouraged to see that that's not the case anymore i mean i'm I'm discouraged to see that now it's mostly like like leg high like slits up to the crotch so that's another issue we can talk about later but dear (laughs) lord i just i can't believe that was ever a thing anyway back to 2020 oh my god um 
Yeah, they all sit down to dinner. Um, why do you think they didn't show Dorit? I mean, we'll get to the their readings, but why didn't they show Dorit or Garcelles? I don't know. I was think, I not paying attention, or did I? I feel I like they just skipped over just the two skipped, of them and went straight to Rinna. They, I think they were only trying to like get the main the, the highlights, like, the meat of like what but kind if that of doesn't was being say sad. like if that doesn't say everything about the status of Garcelle and Dorit this season, like I don't know. They're they're they are going to be supporting characters. This yes, season, I sure. think I think the main players, of course, I think the top two are Kyle and Denise. Um, yeah, it's and we're gonna see about sort of seeing who it's like a. Not as not as vile yet, but it's a very similar to like a Vicky Gumvelson, Kelly Dodd uh, yeah. situation. Much more highbrow, much yes. more like, and like articulate. And, and much- let's be real, Denise Richards <laughs> has more status than Kelly Dodd and and Vicky Gunvalson. No, no, I'm saying this is much more highbrow. Yes, this I is guess, mu- yes. But it mirrors. It yes, mirrors. It mirrors. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm here. I'm here for the reign of Denise Richards, and you know this. You know, I will. I will. Lay I'm, just, I'm just sitting back and ki- I'm, 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 I'm being Dorit here. I'm kind of just sitting back and kind of feeling it out. Cause I feel a deep loyalty to Kyle. Yeah. I think she's going through something. I'm very much on the team. Erica side of things being like, girl, what's going on with you? Okay. We'll get to that. But Denise, like I, I again, it was huge. I was all about Denise, but she's coming in real hot. Yeah. And I'm just wondering where all that's coming from. I need more information. Hey, Denise knows she's the badass bitch she is, and she's coming for the throne. And that's all I got to say. Let's let's get into what the reading said with the astrology, and then we'll get into kind of the big fight at the end and all that. Um, So with the astrology, of course, we find out that like... um, It starts with Erica, right? I believe it starts with Erica. And it was saying something about like how her personality is kind of like, of course, Erica's personality. I can't remember exactly what the readings were. It was very much like, um, she's very, um, she's very cautious, um, in terms of like trusting people. Once she trusts you, she trusts you. Um, and, um, what comes off as maybe, I feel like he was saying what comes off as maybe cold is that she's just trying to figure. She's processing, analyzing. Yeah. yeah, Doing that whole thing. Um, and she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. And she owned it and I loved it. Um, she now that we're seeing more of her this season, she is returning to the echelon of my favorite housewives of all time. She kind of took like a back seat last season, and I needed her to come back. And I'm glad to see that we're seeing more of her. A hundred percent. I think I think Erica understands that last season people were like, "We can get Erica out because, like, let's be real. Why do we need Erica if she's just going to be boring and just be rich and do blah de blah de blah?" Oh but God. like, I'm so glad that we've kept her. <laughs> I'm so happy because. Uh, especially at the end and we'll get to it she's like you said she's really getting back into her place of this kind of like housewife upper echelon of why we loved her in the first place why everyone was so gung-ho about erica jane erica girardi when she first appeared on yeah. the Beverly hill scene um let's move into kyle's um whatchamacallit her astrology yeah it was it was pretty kind yes and i agreed with all of it but it was a little. I I did kind of agree with Dorit. It was like that was a little fair. Yeah. Um. Like he, when he said you were fair, I I don't know about that because I I do think she tries to be. Yes. More so than the other housewives. Yes. Um, but I think she's been put into positions where she can't really be as fair as you know. I think, yeah, especially with like Kyle or uh, with Kim and Lisa. Yeah. I I. I you know, it's a, I, I'm on both sides of it. I feel for Kyle and I think, yeah, she tries too hard and she wants everything to be perfect and she goes out of her way for her friends, um, almost to a fault and like, it's all about justice. Yes. I get that. But, um, you know, I, 
I get Dorit's frustration being like, well, she's not always, not always the most fair, but it's like, she's, you, everyone keeps putting her in these situations where she can't object, be objective and be bi- have and, no bias. But that's the problem with Kyle too, is like, you have to have a stance, you have to have a side. And I think Kyle is upset because these women keep saying like, oh, you have no backbone. Like, let's be real. Like you're not, um, you know, standing up for people. You're not doing stuff. And she's like, no, I have all these instances. It's just when I'm not standing up for you, you feel like I'm kind of the Switzerland. Right. So I think that's where a lot of it's coming from too. And I think, yeah, whatever her astrology reading wasn't like super deep diving, super deep digging. Wasn't huge. No, but she super read into Denise's reading Mm -hmm. and you could tell, I mean, I did. I feel like you have to kind of, it's a little bit like, Hmm. Okay. Like, so, does he, what does he know that we don't? So all it was basically was they were like, okay, you got a Scorpio moon and that means that you are, you can like say things are chill, but like, like you're really down, you're really down to earth and really chill. But like, if needed, like you will attack, you attack. And you've been, you can be plotting something and no one will ever know what you're plotting. You'll never reveal it. And she, she kind of gives this like smirk and like Kyle looks at her and all the ladies like, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. We get it. <laughs> Denise is, has something planned. She's going to fly off the handle. Like, obviously, you're alluding to this. It's going to happen. But, like, I, I don't know. I just have to say here, first and foremost, Scorpios get a bad rap. And I just want to take okay. this time All right. stand on my soapbox and say, as a Scorpio, also, Bethany Frankel is a Scorpio. As is Ramona Singer. Okay. We don't bring that up. No, we do. I just want, <laughs> I want everyone to have the full facts. Okay. We're going to talk about all the facts. Brandy Glanville is also a Scorpio. Thank you. I'm glad that you're telling everyone Um, everything. But I think Bethany and and on one side, me and Bethany on one side, and Ramona (laughs) and Brandy on the other side, you have to look at like just an evolved Scorpio and an uninvolved Scorpio. An uninvolved Scorpio like Brandy and Ramona is going to be a psychopath, manipulative, crazy freak. You know? more involved like me and Bethany Frankel understand how to use our talents and yeah, we might be cold and like have things stuck in, but Hey, right. We're just, it's just because we have to be careful who we trust. Totally. And well, and again, even again, I love Kyle and I'm, I, I'm, I'm praying for her recovery from um, her just craziness from her, from her, from what looks like a fall from grace. But, um, I don't blame Denise for now having her guard up and for maybe thinking about like what is going on with Kyle plotting and think, you know, I don't blame her because Kyle just has been sort of off message and off the rails a little bit. And and that's the other thing with Scorpios. It's like one thing can completely set them off. Yes. So it's like, if you, if you don't even know you made a wrong move, you made a wrong move. Like you, you just gotta, you gotta understand. Switches get flipped very quickly. Yes. I have found it's So you just got to be careful. And then we went to Rena and like, I really actually don't even remember what he fucking said about her. That like, um, well, she's a cancer, which oh. I think is really cute because right. cancer and Scorpio are the, like one of the best matches in her and Harry. They're water signs, right? Yes. And Harry and, um, Rena are, are Scorpio and cancer. Oh, Cause Harry Hamlin's a Scorpio, obviously. Oh my God. In that two actor <laughs> household. Um, Oh my God. Can we talk about that for a that hot second? That pissed you off so much. I'm sorry. I texted Eddie the second that she said that. Cause like, don't get me wrong. I love Rena. I do. Yes. She has acted in her lifetime. Yes. She was an she actress. She is not. Well, I, I would not call that a two actor household. Harry Hamlin is Come a legitimate on. actor. Come on. Has done legitimate. Lisa term- Rena was on soaps. Lisa Rinna has done a Hallmark movie. I I will leave it there. (laughs) 
I will leave it there. Again, I again I don't have a gripe against soaps. There is a difference though. If Lisa had done a, a Mad Men somewhere, if she had done um, a West Wing appearance, you know, hey, there's still time. I'm not thoroughly, you she know, does a lot of comedy with her, um, you know, rap sheet. Hey. I don't think it includes a lot of highbrow stuff. She did that uh, Annie parody with Kathy Griffin. Don't forget, she was Miss Hannigan. You know, I just want I, let the evidence just speak for itself. Okay, so two actor household, I think, is being, just being a little generous. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Okay? Well, well, it's a little ridiculous. Um, I think with Lisa, I mean, all you need to know is that she's a cancer family. Things can get emotional. I mean, very quickly, it all just plunged into yet again. I don't even remember what sparked it. It was because we're going to talk. Kyle blew up again because everyone brought up Teddy and her couples therapy right oh because and the thing that came out of kyle kind of defending what the guy said about her being like i don't get why you guys have a problem with me being so friends with teddy and that was sort of a th- you know it's like you know it's it's not even an even eric kind of agrees it's like it's not it's just weird yeah something strange about it, something's off about it it's it's we it's kind of inexplicable yeah and no, I'm like even like what the fuck like what do we not I mean I do think it's weird they do spend a lot of time together I think it's more black and white that Kyle sees Teddy as like a little sister I think and it's, it's just that I think it's textbook it's, just Kyle loves to mother and loves to whatever exactly. and loves to loves to exactly. she does like to put time and energy into you know her, the people in her life she likes to fix people up and likes to uh, yes, she, uh, she, yes. Likes, probably she likes projects and Teddy is an a ever-going ongoing project clearly and I don't know why people won't just come out and say that outright without, cause like they're spark, they're, they're sprinkling it with all of this like innuendo that I think if I were Kyle, I would get annoyed too. Okay. So, but this is the thing is like, I think a couples the, therapy thing, like when it's really just them doing the breath work shit together. That, or the, or the, yeah. the hypnosis crap they did last year. But like Dorit's saying this to get a rise. And Lisa Renna even said like, we like egging them on cause it's fucking fun. Cause it's fun and it gets them right. If I were up. Kyle, I get annoyed too. Just but, saying. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I think, I think why Kyle is, why they're bringing up this to Kyle is because, Kyle is like super attached to the hip with Teddy, but then also tries to play it off. Like they're not that close. You know what I mean? She's like, we're just friends. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, no, you guys are like in this blood pack together. We can all see it. Just like, let us know that you right. guys are like ride or dies. Like you guys literally are best. And friends. it's even more annoying, you know, and now that I think about it, I would be annoying too being like, cause Kyle's getting on everyone about being authentic and being yes. real and just owning their shit. And if Kyle can't own how close she and Teddy are and yada, yada, yada. Yes, all she has to say is yes. Teddy is literally my best friend. We spend so much time together. Like, and then again, I go back and forth though. Cause then if I'm Kyle, I'm like, we've gone over this. Everyone knows that we're close. Everyone knows. So what's the problem? What's the deal? You know, it's, it just it's this it's a it's cycle cyclical, yeah. like sort of thing and i it would make me nuts too but again again i'm love kyle but she really freaks out and just starts to go for the jugular with dorit telling her to shut the fuck up and trying getting really intense and then even when erica tries to kind of like cool it yeah and erica's been on her side the whole time she goes after erica it, it's and i think the thing is is i think kyle feels very trapped right now and i feel like all of this pressure is just really building up on her yeah. and so when when she when she has a chance to defend herself she can never articulate what she wants to say she just like shut up shut up no you guys are all fake ass bitches like no one ever listens to me like assholes like she just gets on this super it's defense a little tinsley. A little tinsley. yeah and this you were saying when you were watching like you and you, both New York and Beverly Hills, you have like the perfect role for you, what you want to do. Oh which Jesus is, I just want someone to be like a housewife's message like yes, coordinator. Yes, that's what you said. Like 
I just like, yeah, oh my God, thank you for bringing that up. Because I, with both Tinsley and with Kyle, I just wanted to jump in and like hit pause and be like, listen, this is what you're really trying to say. Well, I don't know what's going on in your brain that you're not able to articulate this, but like, Kyle, you were annoyed with Dorit because she was late and then you would have let it go, but you got even more annoyed because you found out that she, it wasn't about her kids. It was about the fact that she had spending hours getting glam done and doing a photo shoot. And you just didn't like that she was being kind of like shady about that. Yeah. Just if you told her right off the bat, it would have been be done. Be authentic, be real. 100%. Get it and then Tinsley, with. just be like, um, maybe not at the table under your breath but like take her aside five minutes later like hey listen Dorinda like I feel for you I wish that uh, you would have told me about John so I could be there for you but do you see now how it like sensitive subject with us and our guys like we don't want to talk about you know just these women need messaging like it's just so communication is trading i mean and i feel bad for erica when she she tries to jump jump in and help kyle and then kyle goes well you don't have any close friends and erica who could have done like that don't you say that don't, yeah. don't you forget like she don't know what i go through at night oh my god she was like um actually i have have close friends and i consider you to be one of them and i think that something's fucking going on with you because you're being crazy it was like, thank you. Someone's finally just being direct and like communicative. And I loved how Erica was like, I'm not going to let that t- t- take me or affect me because I know that's not you and I know something's yeah. going on. And I was like, Erica is so amazing and mature. And I think love people I love do her. not give her enough credit because that was such an amazing scene because Kyle was like, well, you don't understand. It was a team move, girlfriend. shall we say. Yes. Um, and then you and your Scorpios all flitted off to the Uber. <laughs> Just to talk shit. Yeah. Which I loved. Okay. Everyone is like, oh, these ladies like need to be confrontational, whatever. Yes, they can be. But I also love this Beverly Hills, very Los Angeles act of... Let's just all go in the car and just talk shit about everyone we Garcelle hate. Garcelle was like, "We're girlfriends and we're catty." Wait, what, what yeah. can I say? I also I want to bring up. We forgot to bring up Garcelle's girlfriends, where she's trying to like relay oh, yeah. the whole situation of the other girls to the group. I love seeing Garcelle's friends as well because I feel she like she just fits in so well with the yeah. ladies. I do think that she needs to like. I thought that she it was a little ridiculous though when she was like, I just kind of think kind of glazed past me because my reaction would have been like, get in the game, girl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like I know that she's kind of settling in and kind of like trying to get to know everyone, but Kyle's underwater with Dorit and with Denise and with Rena right now. You're the last. You have to understand. You are the last of her worries. Yeah, she's not worried. If about you really want to make a scene, get in there and, and get your hands dirty. Give your two cents. Let Again, them know what you're feeling. I think she belongs, but you know, I think she's a perfect fit. But you know, get get in there. Um, I am excited though to see how her relationship with um Denise and Rena gets better and expands because I feel like these three are kind of forming a super group right now, which is going to be. The takedown. So we don't. Group. So we don't think that Rena is. Do you think when Rena that that clip that we see Rena talking about the season desist, you're so angry? Do you think she's just delivering being a messenger and just delivering? Part of me thinks that's a red herring. Part of me thinks they that that we're reading that scene completely wrong. I think there's. I think there is a season desist, and I think there. You know, there was stuff that happened. Um, who Brandy maybe I don't know so that's the thing is like we are gonna have to wait and see Uh, I'm sure but I feel like there's a lot of things that are that we were shown to kind of you know make us think one thing when something else is gonna happen they're pulling yeah sending random smoke signals in all these other directions just so we get confused I mean I'm all about it oh I mean God bless the editors God bless you know the producers however I really don't know but you know I think you're right I think Rena Maybe Rena will be caught in between two worlds, or I don't know. I mean, I think her real world, honestly, is Denise and Garcelle. I think those women are more her I friends. Think, I think, honestly, I, I think Dorit's going to end up back on Kyle. I think it'd be, on I think, her side. I, I do. I think it's going to be a weird, 
a weird thing. Because again, this whole this whole season is coming down to authenticity and who's real, and who's not. Yes. And I again, I think I maybe I don't I don't know. Damn, it's a good season. And I love how. Let me just. I just thought of. Also, this, we but... haven't talked about Sudden the whole episode, and I think it speaks for itself. I think that the girls before the season started wanted her off and so they're like okay we're icing her out and I think they should because I don't think she belongs in Beverly Hills you think she belongs in New York I mean uh, may, I don't know may, I don't know Leah's Leah's just perfect I love Leah in New York I love you know the Turkish bathhouse and all you know oh I just God. don't I think Sutton is five years too late to the game okay that's honestly a fair and statement and that's the tea um, I want to really quickly before we leave discuss um Buka de Beppo. we saw the capri room is that what it's called the capri room of Buka i de don't Beppo? know um you, yeah you sent it to me um what are your thoughts i think it's such a cute room for Buka de Beppo. i will be going and checking it out i can see myself having like a caprese salad in the capri room oh my and, god like, with the little yellow and flowers I mean, again i love I love Buga de Beppo. It has a special place in my heart because there's one in Times Square that me and my my friends from the um, Broadway theater that I used to work at, we would go to the Buga de Beppo in Times Square and have, um, like, uh, in between two show days, we'd go and have lunch there, and we had a really good friend there named Jerry, who was the bartender, and he would hook us up with food and drink all the time. Um, oh, that's great. But in that particular one, there was no windows to the outside world. Like, it was all, like, encased oh. in Buga de Beppo-ness, and so I have a visceral reaction to that decor, so anything to me is better than the the decor that already exists there so to see like a light yellowy bright like you know room. more like earthy room it, i have to say dorit well done well once it opens in encino i will be there oh my gosh once we can social distance a buca de beppo I'm, uh yeah eat out we're all gonna go oh my god i'm stoked um well i think that's all about it right yeah, right did we cover everybody i think we covered mostly everything if we forgot something well sorry we forgot it that's just <laughs> what we're gonna have to deal with um i i am excited to see this episode progress um like i would like you were saying i totally think it's all about authenticity who's real and i think that's mostly a backlash to what we saw last season with lisa vanderpump and like being so inauthentic and so hidden i really want to see kyle go hey guys listen i'm really fucking overwhelmed in my life for x y and z reasons she doesn't have to go into full depth but she can be like i think i'm just lashing out and i this is what i really mean this is what i really meant in those moments i think she just needs to take a breath yeah i'm really hoping that erica's gonna be there for her to like encourage her to do that otherwise we'll see what happens bring lvp back next year or like I imagine like Kyle being like down and out and then like we see like Lisa come to like like um, a la Olivia Pope. We see like LVP oh my come God, into like a restaurant and being like you called and like putting her like putting her purse down with Jiggy in it being like I'm here. What do I what do you need? Like oh my calling God. a friend for a favor, like help her redeem herself. Oh like my God. I need that. That's I like need... some like Marvel Universe bullshit. No, truly. That's, I need you are no. unreal. Hey. I swear to God have happened in the Housewife universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will give you that. Thank you. And with that, we will end the episode. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys aren't subscribed, make sure you click subscribe wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, or Spotify. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram by searching at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. That's at Hot and Bravo. Um, Matthew, how can people find you? Um, Instagram, Matthew J. McFarland. 
Um, and that's it. And you can find me at, at Eddie underscore Estrada. Um, we will see you guys next time. Stay safe. And yeah. Bye.